Welcome to Dads with Nerdy Ambitions, a podcast that brings nerd culture and pop culture together in the 21st century. I'm your host, Steve Pugh, and joining me today is Shannon Rogers of The Cloak and Wand. Uh, welcome, Shannon. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this. All right. Awesome. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a unique episode. This is not something that I typically do. Usually I have a theme to my episodes, uh, whether it be Legos like we did with uh, Dana or any Mandalorian, Star Wars, or whenever I decided to like, stalk David and have him come on the show. Uh, this is a unique one where I went on a family trip and I came across this store in Mystic, Connecticut that absolutely fascinated me, uh, thrilled me beyond all. Um, and... I, I I had to talk to these people. I, I really did. Uh, this this phenomenal store called the Cloak and Wand. And before anybody starts saying, oh, Steve, you're selling out. No, 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 no. I'm not selling out. To sell out, there needs to be funds in my bank account. And last time I checked, they hadn't paid me. So ergo, I'm not selling out. What I'm doing is I'm talking about a place that enticed me so much that I wanted to bring them on the podcast and I wanted to learn more about it. And because I have a podcast about nerd culture and pop culture in the 21st century, I thought I would educate and entice all my listeners, whether you're international or you're local. This is a place that you guys can go to because there's a lot to do in Mystic. I, I don't know if for many people have been there. Um, there was a movie made about a pizza joint in Mystic, Connecticut. Uh, Shannon, have you actually been there? I have been to Mystic Pizza. Yes, I have. I, I went one time. Uh, uh, <laughs> in case they're listening, um, it was it was all right. It wasn't bad. I think it was the nostalgia of the thing. Uh, so I brought Shannon along. She is coming on this epic nerd journey. And uh, even though you guys can't see her, her background, uh, she looks like she might be a casual nerd, uh, just ever so slightly with her cat ear headphones over there. <laughs> uh, so... Let's go ahead. Uh, Shannon, tell us about yourself. So, yeah. So I am the merchandising and um, inventory manager for the Cloak and Wand. So I have the amazing job of purchasing things for the store, making sure the store is super magical all the time for anybody that comes in here. Um, I am a, a little bit more of a casual nerd, I would say. Um, <laughs> I love reading. That is my big nerdy vice for sure. Also a huge fan of games, both on the screen and tabletop. Oh, you're a um, tabletop gamer. Oh, yes. What yes. tabletop games do you do? Okay. So mostly D&D. Mostly D&D mostly okay. for sure. Um, but I do love a good game of Catan every now and then. Uh, some Gloomhaven never hurts. So anything, anything escapism. I'm all about that's all right all right all right um <laughs> so uh book wise what are your uh your go-to books if you say harry potter i will just <laughs> no it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay that is <laughs> so um i grew up with harry potter so obviously that is you know some part of my childhood and i bring i bring it with me forever um fantasy is my big genre um Lord of the Rings, I think, is just totally on a different level. I can't even include that in my top little list because it just means so much to me. Oh my gosh, just... my brother would love you then. He's, <laughs> he's all about the Hobbit, man. He's all about the Hobbit. It's yeah, it's in its own, it's in its own category and its own zip code for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but my go-to's, I would say anything by Brandon Sanderson, Stormlight Archive, um, the Mistborn series, top notch. Okay. 
um, The Red Rising Saga by Pierce Brown, another one of my favorites. I have been absolutely heckling all of my coworkers to read The Red Rising Saga by Pierce Brown. <laughs> I, okay, um, I, I've, yeah. never, I've, I've never heard of it. I, this is, I, I guess I, I, I have to question my nerd card here because I've actually heard of none of these books. And I'm I know, right? Gasp, you shall. Gasp, you should. Um, no, I, I, I'm more of a sci-fi fantasy yeah. reader. Like I love my Warhammer 40K. I love the Horus Heresy. Um, mm -hmm. I like my sci-fi books like The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. uh, holds a place to my heart. Classic. Uh, Michael Crichton. I oh, yes. love all his books. Stephen King. Uh, those are my go-tos. So, but- However, I, I don't shun a, a advised book, so <laughs> I will definitely make sure to take notes uh, when I'm editing this to get all those books and look them up. <laughs> I, I love, I'm actually, there was a book I uh, was recommended not too long ago by a good friend of mine actually at work. Uh, it was almost on a satirical level of like Monty Python. Mm -hmm. um what was it called oh my gosh i'm gonna look this up right now as i'm talking to you i know <laughs> this is like the worst like what kind of thing does he do over there uh it was called da, 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 da. oh dune that's always a great one by oh the way oh my gosh of course um i love all those books oh my gosh i'm gonna have to look it up uh oh how to defend a walled city and for 40 days or something of that sort. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, there's a series of it. It's a couple books and it's so unique and it's, it's seems serious, but it's not as serious as you think it would be. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just, it's on its own level. I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, now you said you did play D and D. What is your yeah. uh, go-to class? And then we'll go with go-to race. Just because it's the opposite of my personality, really. I do like to play as a bard um, because I am not very extroverted and <laughs> extra in general, um, like a bard tends to be. So um, I do tend to play as a bard. Um, and then tiefling. I love, I love. I like the tieflings. The, the yes. tieflings are unique. I, I think tieflings are an underrated race. Oh, absolutely. Um, However, my go-to is always been either Dragonborn or um, Dwarves. Dwarves are my go-to. <laughs> we have a, I have a buddy that actually works at the store who is mm -hmm. um, the same way about Dwarves. If it's a Dwarf I, fighter, he's all about it. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so one of the, that, that book I was talking about, um, the sequel to it is How to Rule an Empire and Get Away with It. The author is K.J. Parker. So for any of our listeners, look him up. Uh, unique, very fun uh, books. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed them. Uh, but all right, so back to D&D, though. <laughs> uh, how long have you been playing D&D? Probably about a year now. I recently started wow, getting into it. you're wet it. behind yes. the ears. You're still yes, new. Yes, I am. I am, but new and loving it, though. Do you um, listen to any D&D podcasts? I do. Uh, Dimension 20, Critical Role. Uh, not another D&D podcast. I just started today, actually, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's I love listening to that kind of stuff. That's cool. Um, actually, uh, one of our sponsors, the Eldritch Foundry, mm -hmm. uh, it just did a bunch of models for uh, Critical Role. They're going to be doing a new campaign, oh, and they're using amazing. their models. You can actually make their models, I believe, on their uh, system. Uh, which is really nice. That's and, awesome. Uh, 
plug in here. If you use the website URL that I will put tag into this episode, you get 15% off of your next order from the Eldritch Foundry. So I'll make sure to put that in there for you guys because you know what? Nothing but love for my f- listeners. Uh, so enough about you. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Tell me, let, let, let's talk about this, this unique store I found. Um, when I walked in, there were tons of books and 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 again this is not to ridicule your store because it but it's a it's it's this it's this little nook and cranny store it's tiny but there's so much going on it (laughs) it's so active there's a uh tree that goes up in the ceiling there's a bunch of portraits over in the corner there's a chair that's like sectioned off uh you've got over in the right side there was uh people making uh all sorts of variety of drinks there is books and D. there's fantasy stuff there's wands uh there's a creepy corner with a bunch of spooky <laughs> stuff. Uh, how the heck did you guys come up with something of this sort? Like what was going through your mind? What was, was there a general theme? Because it, like, I know people think certain things mm-hmm. when they hear the cloak and wand. Right. Was that your original go-to? Was it, a, you know, I'll let you answer these questions. I know I'm throwing a bunch at you. <laughs> so it was, we just started off with the idea of um, a themed, immersive retail store. Um, mm. Our owner Ellie does also own Alice in the Village in the Mystic Village as well. Okay. Um, so she had such success with that store, and she said, "Hey, what if we did another one? But we did mythical, magical creatures, beings, everything fantasy, everything escapism, nostalgia, all in one place." And that is how the cloak and wand came to be. That's awesome. Um, so let's talk about the various themes you guys got going on over there because you now let's make this crystal clear. You are not a Harry Potter store. That is correct. You are not a uh, health and wellness uh, via Give me, help me out here with this one. What's, what's the best way to put this? Um, uh, metaphysical. Metaphysical. Would be, yes. Right. Yes. So you're not a metaphysical therapeutics uh, store. You are a fantasy store that yes. has a lot going <laughs> on there. Yes. Um, so uh, uh, your drinks, let's, you guys had all <laughs> these various drinks there. Uh, tell me about these. Like, what was your guys' thought process behind this? So, that was one of the first um, ideas that really came to fruition was we wanted this idea of an apothecary in the store. And that morphed into what we now have as our potion bar. Uh, I'm which sorry, is, you wanted a, an, an apothecary. Yeah. To have an apothecary. Yeah. Apothecary bar. And then that morphed into what it is today. Um, our potion bar, which is a, one of our biggest attractions in the store. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys sell wands. These are custom. Well, th- they are unique wands and they're actually made here in Connecticut as well by a lovely company that I've had the pleasure of actually going to talk to uh, Orchard Works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how did you guys end up collaborating with them? Or you're just like, hey, we 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 have a, a, a fantasy store. What's up? Exactly. We just we try to patron as many small businesses ourselves as we can. And we want to give something different and unique that you can only find at our store. 
and those wands that we have uh, from Ed over at Orchard Works are custom to our store. They are hand carved, hand painted. Our employees put ideas on the table for what we want to get as new wands. We have some rotating stocks, some that kind of stay true throughout the opening. And um, we have we have a wand for everybody. So let me just get this right. There's wands that are exclusive to your store and your yes. store alone. That's correct. So if I'm collecting wands like Pokemon, I need to go to your store to get that wand. Yes, yes, you do. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that's yeah. actually pretty cool. So I do have a wand and I, I I did show it to you earlier. I have a Jurassic Park themed wand because I am, that is my, <laughs> that is my first love and nerdy fandom was Jurassic. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and then you have, let's talk about this creepy corner in the back of the store and i will be posting up pictures ladies and gentlemen so you can see this stuff um you have some unique items some unique dioramas let's look and then uh you know dolls i would probably actually i would probably give them to my niece because you know i i like to watch the world burn but the average adult probably wouldn't um in fact i'm actually going to pull up your guys description of these uh unique items uh the the cursed items is what you guys called them the dark <laughs> corner uh, yes so tell tell me about this dark corner and then the court cursed and haunted items yeah so our dark corner is is tucked away into the back of our store it's where we keep a lot of our more um creepy items uh we have skulls we have taxidermy we have shrunken heads and then there's the dolls we have our haunted doll cabinet and uh, they are made by a small artisan and they are creepy. They are creepy. They are uh. creepy. <laughs> we have a couple that actually play music. Uh, we had an Annabelle. We, we had a creepy Alice. It's. I think I was actually there the day the Annabelle was sold. Uh, my, or rather <laughs> my wife was in there and she said somebody bought this Annabelle doll. And I was mm -hmm. like... Um, which is is really crazy because I have a one of our voice actors uh, for the our D and D podcast Total Party Kill uh, loves horror movies so much that I actually had to have him on the show and so when he listens to this episode he's going to be kicking me to find out more <laughs> about these things um, so and and then you have the tell me the story behind the witching tree that's the giant tree that's in this this place yeah so we have our witching tree uh witching trees are so common throughout all facets of fantasy and before but before you you finish sorry not to cut you off tell me educate my listeners uh for who don't they don't know what is a witching tree a witching tree is a natural occurrence within the magical world that protects against dark magic dark forces mm. and so it's only fitting that we have one of those in our store yeah and so what made you guys, uh, so besides it being in the fantasy lore, what made you decide, hey, we're going to put this ginormous tree in the middle of our store? We just want when you walk in to be totally immersed. And when you walk in and you see this huge tree trunk and the leaves are sprawling all over the ceiling, it's you flock right to it. And if you look closer, we actually have fairy doors around the base of the witching tree you do you we do, do. I did, yes i did remember seeing that um and then and then right over to the side you have these pictures and this gallery um 
what made you decide is that like harry potter theme is this a just like spooky ghost theme we just go with spooky ghost theme that that is our that is our wheelhouse anything spooky creepy we love yeah uh what about the uh the chair but this oh, uh, yes. Mr. Oberon Troubles. Yes. <laughs> is this somebody you guys made up or? Oh, is yeah. This... Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He, so... Yeah. Um, so he was trying to make a new potion that went very awry for him. And he is now trapped inside of that chair. And if you sit on that chair, you will definitely, you will hear and feel Mr. Oberon getting a little bit, a little bit angry at you for bothering him <laughs> while being in a chair. <laughs> um so and then you like i said you guys have a lot going on i thought it was very fun um you obviously support local businesses uh Mm -hmm. even one of your the other employees hillary she does some stuff for the store as well doesn't she she? does stuff yeah Uh, she's a creative mastermind 100 percent. she makes a lot of our bottled potion ingredients that uh set we sell throughout the store even we have some in the dark room coffin nails fairy bones caged fairies and then we have some more light-hearted versions of her creations out on the main floor that, that, that seems nice yeah <laughs> um now do you guys ever do anything uh since you guys like i said you guys do a lot you have a lot of themes going on a lot of fantasy mm-hmm. themes. have you guys ever thought about or do do stuff such as Dungeons and Dragons or something Harry Potter themed or fantasy Quidditch themed for the uh area. Have you ever thought about hosting a D&D game? That's actually something that I personally have been have been thinking about cuz and I think what makes the store even more special is all of our employees are mega nerds. So when you come in we all know everything that's in the store and we're actually all starting a D campaign within the next couple of weeks are you we are and introducing um our potion one of our potion makers yuri is going to be uh, the dm okay. and we are introducing all of our uh new players new employees that want to get into D and we are so looking forward to it and i think that that could be a really cool thing in the future is do you guys have any other future plans or am i a just you know happen to pick the one thing (laughs) um we do have big plans for halloween so a Uh lot of it is in the brainstorming phase right now but um we do have really big plans for halloween okay um so let me ask you this why should people come to your store why why what is it about your store that makes it so tangible? And so e- even to the, let me actually, let me rephrase this because we live in a time right now where nerd culture thrives at its highest. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, I think picked a perfect time to establish this store. And by the way, I have been to the, the Alice uh, tea shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend uh, actually out in Indiana. She, is a hardcore Alice in Wonderland fan. And I told her, I'm like, Hey, you need to come out here just for this <laughs> store alone. Uh, how is it something like this works right now in this time and age? 
I think that, you know, there's been such a resurgence of nerd culture and with more books being made into movies and TV shows and these newer TV shows and movies incorporating more into nerd culture, that media is becoming such more available to the, the mass market. And it's making a lot of people nostalgic. And when you come into our store, we have stuff for everybody. We do have the Harry Potter. We have the Dark Crystal stuff, which is nostalgic for all I didn't even know you guys had people. the Dark Crystal. Yes. Ah, that's such a huge thing. We have a Dark Crystal table. Yes, we do. Um, the D&D, even with things like Stranger Things, it's nostalgic on two different fronts, the 80s and then D&D. And when I tell you I've been seeing more and more young kids, seven, eight years old, buying their first set of dice from our store, it's like, it's amazing to that's see. The best. That's the it best. is. It's becoming such more of a like mass everybody's into it now and, and there's and, some and there's something for everybody and, and and let me be clear to my listeners this isn't it, it is there is a shtick there is a, a theme to this store but i wouldn't call it a touristy store this is seems like a place that i could go back to multiple times uh especially for, for your drinks your drinks are quite <laughs> delicious actually um I was a big fan of it. I actually had one with the uh, a little bit of the of the red lotus. I think is what oh, I had. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was actually pretty good. Uh, I've never had red lotus before, so that <laughs> was that was a unique experience for me. Um, I, I kind of went to that. Uh, what was it? Uh, Odysseus when he when they did the uh, the, the lotus eaters and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of where my mind went. Um, but. Besides D and D, and I know you said you have some things themes coming on. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you see nerd culture going after this? Like you guys are touching a lot of different themes here. The progression of nerd culture. Uh, do you think this is a thing that's going to stick around for a while? Like not your store itself, but like mm-hmm. the nerd culture theme. Do you, or is this going to be a absolutely fad? no i don't think so i've even noticed it like in my little niche of the book community mm. that even just reading in general has become so much bigger and i think a lot of it has to do with social media and people just talking about it and i think it's around for the long haul i you think do? all of this oh absolutely um the amount of times I've seen people come in in D&D, Critical Role, even Catan shirts, like it's, it's amazing to see. And I think, I don't think it's going anywhere. That's awesome. Um, one last question. Where can people find you? So we are in the Old Mystic Village. We are right in between uh, Franklin's General Store and Pink Basil Restaurant. And we are the black building you will probably see someone outside in either a top hat steampunk goggles or with a little steampunk cane standing outside waiting to welcome you right into the store oh you guys do i forgot to mention that you guys do have uh some some cosplay gear. Oh, yeah. are, are you guys going to be expanding on that or since we are little by little our you know our employees are they're so creative and they get to pick um wizarding and witching careers that they embody when they enter the shop so we have so each person has a they create a character basically yeah so okay (laughs) so we have um a dragon tamer 
who actually has a wand holster that he wears around strapped to his thigh and um, a phoenix. We have our phoenix Fletcher. We have potion makers, time travelers, fortune tellers, magical creatures expert. We have, they get to create kind of their own character that they come in. So they've been playing D&D since day one working with exactly. you. Do, do you encourage people to come in cosplayed up? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You get, you guys heard it first. You heard it here. Um, <laughs> Are you guys on social media, Twitter, or where can they find you uh, we, for all those stuff? Yeah, we are on, we do have our website, cloakandwand.com, which we do, we are starting our online store for, so for listeners that are far away and can't make it to Mystic, just keep an eye out for that online store. And then we do have an Instagram, the cloak and wand, that's simple, no spaces, no nothing that you can, everything is linked right to that Instagram page. Oh, that's awesome. I'll make sure to tag everything in that. Um, is there any final words you'd like to give before we uh, wrap this up? I think just a big thank you to to the community. That our response has been overwhelming for the store. And um, we just, we can't wait to see new customers and welcome back returning customers to just come in, escape, have fun, and just reminisce and just really get into different facets of nerd culture. That's awesome. Shannon, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's wrap this up. Uh, as always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Audible or Apple, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. So please like and follow us at DNA Pod and on Twitter at NerdDNAPod. And when I occasionally get on Twitch at NerdDNAPodcast. As always, I am your host, Steve Pugh, and I've been joined today with the lovely and wonderful Shannon Rogers. Thank you so much for being on the show. She thank you for having me. And Please, 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 ladies and gentlemen, if you get the chance, go check out the Cloak and Wand. It is an amazing store. I would not have made the special episode uh, if it wasn't something I thought that would pique and tingle your nerdly interests. Uh, again, thank you so much. And as always, thank you and good night. <laughs>